Jonathan Nato, and I am in Putnam, Connecticut. Hey, everybody. I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I am in Redondo Beach, California. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. Yep, Jonathan, you doing good today? Yeah, everything's going well. Can't complain. No one's listening. Yeah, well, that's, that's what we said our very first month, <laughs> and no one was listening. Remember our very first month, January of 2017, we had 17 listeners. Oh, yeah. I think we have a few more than that now. Yeah, we have a little bit. We have that 23 now. 23, yeah. <laughs> if you take our families away, we have 11. <laughs> anyway... 31 is my favorite number, Mm. and so today I'm going to talk about a beautiful event that happened 31 years ago. Okay. Before that, are there any professional players that have the number 31? I'm sure there's a lot of them, right? Well, I mean, any that stand out. I can't think of any. You know, I'm thinking, um, uh, 31 was Kurt Kurt Rambis' number for the Showtime Lakers. Okay, okay. And I believe 31 is Reggie Miller's number. Oh, you're right. It was Indiana Pacer, baby. Right? And yeah. UCLA Bruin. Oh, really? Yeah. Did not know that. That's interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. I think he was 31. Okay. He was 31. And check this out. As we're going on 31 for a minute, Shaquille O'Neal's son just committed to UCLA. No kidding. Which gives the Bruins... This has nothing to do with 31, but it gives <laughs> it gives my Bruins five top 100 players for the incoming class. No kidding. Which is awesome because, you know, the FBI is cracking down on a lot of schools that are corrupt. Yeah, yeah. And UCLA is not one of those schools. So a lot of the top players are going to schools that aren't going to be shut down by the FBI. This is way off topic. It's very it's, – I don't understand why the FBI – is the the arm to do these investigations. That's a little weird. Well, it's uh, because it becomes a federal offense when you're doing money laundering. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. Okay, I see then. Right, okay. and when you do it cross states, like if a kid is getting paid, if a kid is from Kentucky yeah, and his family is getting $100,000 to play in Arizona. Okay. Or to play... You know, in any other state. Yeah. Now that's like a felony. Because I see. I see. It's illegality with money across state lines. Okay. Okay. Which brings in the the FBI. So is is Shaq's kid as monstrous as he was? Yes, he's six nine and a half. Whew, man. You know, at the age of seventeen or eighteen, to wow. be that big is crazy. Man, what's in the water in Orlando? <laughs> yeah, I know, huh? It's true. Or Lu- I think Shaq's actually from Louisiana. Okay, okay, but I think he. But lives- he played in Orlando before he was a Laker. Yeah, right? and do- doesn't he live back there now? I think he's in the Orlando area. Doesn't he still live there? I think you know. I'm not sure. That's a good question. I know he's out in L.A. quite a bit, okay. but I don't know if he lives here anymore. Man, yeah, six that's, nine. That's, pretty- that's monstrous. Six nine and a half at, at the age of eighteen. So he can maybe he can have another one more spurt maybe of growth. That's crazy. Shaq was what seven two, right? Yeah, he was. Man, that's huge. That is huge, man. <laughs> really, really, really big. So that's crazy. So getting back to the story, in the summer of nineteen eighty seven, mm. I spent the summer in Wellesley, Massachusetts, ah, in Wellesley Hills, my neck of the woods. Right? Yeah. My parents lived in Wellesley for two years, 
So I spent the summer there, and I worked at a dollar movie theater. Nice. Called the Natick Flick. Okay. Right? In Natick, I was going to say, well, that didn't happen to be in Natick, did it? <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Natick Flick. It wasn't just a fancy and name. <laughs> is it still there? It can't be. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't really go out that, that way. But I'm probably not, I would imagine. But Yeah, well, that was 31 years ago. But I remember it was owned by a Rockefeller. No by kidding. By one of the Rockefellers. Mm. Right? So here's where the story starts. I'm working there that summer. My best friend, Pat Martin, that I've known since summer of second grade, yeah, was graduating basic training. And so he called me and said, hey, dude, do you want to come to my graduation? And I switched my shifts because I was in Boston. So I switched my shifts and I said... Yeah, I can do it. So the people at the Natick Flick knew that I was going to drive from Boston all the way down to Georgia. Okay. Because he was at Fort Benning, Georgia. Okay. So I'm getting excited because I love road trips. You know that, right? I love road trips. I love them. So I'm getting ready to go. And right before I go, this young woman that works with me, because I was 19 at the time. I think she was 18. Yeah. So she goes, hey, my boyfriend lives in Georgia. Can I go with you? And can you drop me off? Right? And I'm like, well, is he close to Fort Benning? And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's real close. It's like 40 minutes. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I I might know where this is going. (laughs) Okay. So this is before GPS, where you actually needed maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 87. There's no internet yet. Right. There's, right. So <laughs> we get in. I go to AAA. I get a map. Right. We get some of my favorite cassette tapes, not even DVDs, but cassettes. Oh, yeah. Right. Pink Floyd Animals, Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon, a couple Beatles. And me and this young woman named April get in the car and we start driving from Boston all the way down to Georgia. So... It was like, Jonathan, it was a 22-hour drive. (laughs) You didn't do it all in one shot, did you? What's that? You didn't do it all in one shot, did you? You know, I think we spent the night in uh, a hotel one night. Okay. One night on the way down and one night on the way back. Okay. Right? Yeah. But, man, it was just so fun just ripping through america and at that time i hadn't been in i hadn't driven that part of america yet yeah but have you done that did your family like when you were sighted did your family drive down the coast no i mean we would drive up to vermont maine new hampshire i mean we usually would drive north but we never really went south man it's so much fun i mean that area that you went to is really pretty too yeah yeah but you know going through virginia west virginia like it's just beautiful, right? Yeah. So we get about 100, 200 miles away from destination. And then I'm like, okay, so where's your where's your boyfriend's place? And she she gave me the wrong town name. Oh, man. And it was a town name that was similar yep. to what she initially gave me. Yeah. But it wasn't the same town name. Yep. Dude, it was five hours (laughs) the wrong direction. Yeah, like away from the original destination. 
Yeah, and I'm like, well, I can't take you there, man. I've got to see my buddy Pat. This yeah. is his basic training graduation. I've got to do this. Right. And she's like, oh, Mod, what am I going to do? I mean, I'm in love with my boyfriend, blah, 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 blah. For me, it was a 10-hour detour. Right. Right? Actually, 20 hours thinking that I still had to pick her up on the way home. Okay, so you dropped her off at least, and she spent however long with him. Yes, okay. I dropped her off, drove all the way back to see Pat. Man. Hung out with Pat for the weekend, then drove five hours to pick her up and 22 more hours north. How did she even, like, date this guy in Georgia? I mean, you know, did, did he... I don't live... know, because back then it was there's no internet. Right, like, so... how did she even, like, get in touch with him or whatever? I don't know. It was, like, pen pal. I don't know what it was. <laughs> if, 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 if April's out there, if you're the April... That worked at the Natick Flick in the summer of 87 and drove from Boston to Georgia with Hamad Zaidi. Can you please email us at info <laughs> at limpingoncloud9.com? Because we want to know what happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did you even, like, I don't know, you know, unless he, like, lived up in that area and they were dating and he moved and they would call each other and write letters. I don't know. But for her to have met him, I don't know how that would have happened. Yeah, it's it's you know what I'm gonna have to find out. My mission now is to first find out what her last what her last name was at the time, and then you know we we need to find her. I think we need to have her on if we do find her. <laughs> if we find her, we're gonna put her on. Yeah, there you go. Unbelievable, man. And here's the weird thing. This is the the sad part of it. Mm. When I was there with Pat, yeah, it was the the just so much fun to see him. Like, dude. When he went in basic training, he was just Pat, my buddy Pat from second grade on. Yeah. But now, you know, he had a shaved head. He was totally in shape because he just did 13 weeks of basic training. Right. Right. Completely different. Right. It was just weird to see somebody just transform that quickly. Yeah. Right. So now that April girl, was she all like, thanks, I'm on. Like, did she like, I don't know, not that you did it so she'd appreciate it, but. Was she like, was she just like, whatever, man, you went 20 hours out of your way to bring me there. And, you know, like, like, was she cool or was she just kind of like, you know, indifferent to the whole thing? You know what I think? I think if I really, again, this is 31 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Meaning we didn't become better friends. Yeah. Back in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, she, when, when we were working together, she wasn't like, oh Yeah. Me and Hamad went all the way up to Georgia together and back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was just like, hey, didn't you guys drive all the way to Georgia? And I think part of it was her boyfriend was, uh, you know, not happy. Okay, that you drove her down. <laughs> that, that this random Pakistani dude drove her down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he was in the, she was in the car with me for all this time. Yeah. There and back. So... I, I'm sorry to say it's not like I still know her. It's not like, you know, we're best friends. I don't even know what happened to her. I actually think that uh, I think she broke up with a guy. You mean she went down in a breakup with him? No, 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 no. Oh, that would be a better story. <laughs> that would be a way better story if that were the case. You pick her up, the guy but, comes running out after you. Yeah, with a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, no. No, no, no. 
But I guess my reason for sharing this one today, Jonathan, is that I truly believe that the most important education of all time is life experience. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You know? And and I have so many friends and people that I know that refuse to travel outside of their area. Mm. And I'm so proud of you that you went to Jamaica, right? Yeah, for the yeah. first time. But last year, beginning of this yeah, year, no- when did you go? November of last year. Of November of last year. Yeah. And you know what's funny is I remember I know we're going on down another rabbit hole, but I remember years ago I was getting more pages mm. put in my passport. Mm. Because I was traveling so much, I needed yeah. more pages to stamp. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I remember going to the post office in Thousand Oaks, California, where my parents still live, like in that area. Yeah. And saying I need to turn in my passport to get more pages. And the lady helping me, you know, because I paid for the expedited service, so I'd get it back in yeah. about a week or two weeks. Yeah. Right? The lady helping me, she goes, look at all these stamps in all these countries. Why do you want to leave Thousand Oaks? And I'm like, what, are you serious? <laughs> you know, and she goes, you know, she said, she goes, where are you headed? And I said, Hong Kong. You know what she said to me? Mm. If I need to go to Hong Kong, all I have to do is drive down to Chinatown in L.A. Wow. <laughs> in I just sat there thinking, oh, my God, this lady's got my passport in her hand, so I can't say anything mean to her. <laughs> right. But I'm just like, okay. And it just dawned on me that, you know, a lot of people don't like traveling. Mm. And to me, it's like the spice of life. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'd love to, like, when I get older, I, I hope that I'll, I'm able to do that as much as I want. Oh, you will. You will in the next couple of years if things go right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that, that's uh, that's one thing. Even just going to Jamaica just gave me a taste of it, and I was just like, I could totally visit other places, no problem. Well, you know, when I go to France for the Cannes Film Festival every year, or when I go to the Berlin Film Festival, or when I go to other parts of Europe or Canada to go visit um, Industry Corp or Hong Kong or whatever, when I go to those places... Um, a lot of people ask me about traveling in America, mm. about what parts to hit first. Yeah. Right? And I have my hit list. I'm like, okay, if you're on vacation, California, Florida, New York City, New Orleans, if you want like a variety of, of, of uh, you know, different cultures. Yeah. But, but they go, aren't all the states the same? And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> America is like 50 different countries. Yeah, totally. That happened to be together. Yeah. I mean, life in Alabama is completely different than life in Connecticut. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is totally different than life in California. Yep. You know, so I, I try to tell everyone I meet, traveling is the best gift you can give yourself. Mm. Don't you think? Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, any thoughts on that? Um, no, nothing's really jumping out at me right now. Yeah, I just wanted, I know it's kind of a weird little story, but especially since it was 31 years ago. <laughs> but there's just something about rolling the windows down in the car, 
cranking music you love and driving across the country. Yeah. It, it's it's crazy fun. Yeah. No, definitely. You know, it's, it's a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. So, anyway, that's our story for today. Awesome. So, yeah, if you guys want to check us out on Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, you can find us there. You can find us on any other podcast catching app that there is possible. And uh, also, check out LonelySealFilmFestival.com. We kind of gave you the rundown of that last episode, but, you know, inspiring producers, writers, screenwriters, uh, actors, actresses, check out LonelySealFilmFestival.com, and there'll be more coming up about that uh, sooner than later. Yep, and if you want to reach us, it's info at LonelySeal.com. That's info at LonelySeal.com. You mean limping on Cloud9.com. Oh, my God. Yeah, actually, you can also email me at info at LonelySeal.com, and I'll still get your email. There you go. But, yeah, Jonathan, you're right. It's info at limping on Cloud9.com. Yeah, Mon had Lonely at... Seal on the brain with the film festival. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> info at limping on Cloud9.com, and it is the number nine. And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We will talk to you next episode. See ya.